Thanks for coming to hear the chord on the street. Hey, what's up, what's up? I'm here to rip some fat clouds, do a little trick showcase for y'all. Right here, I'm starting with what's called the French inhale, followed by the ghost cloud. Oh, ooh, yeah. Then I'm moving right on to the dragon, followed by the tornado. Now, we're going to start with the big boys, the blowing O's, real quick. Now, here's the jellyfish, then a couple more O's, and then, to finish with the finale, the bow tie. Yeah, boy. Y'all better remember the name. It's your boy, your vapor host, Vince. And now, over there, uh, he's a little out of sorts. Uh... I don't think he's dusted in quite a bit. Uh, there's a little disorganization here and there, but I don't think that's a really huge deal. The big problem is that these numbers right here, they just don't add up. I think that someone's been cooking the books, and I couldn't be prouder. It's your audit host, Josh. How are we doing today, Josh? <laughs> oh, man, you got me real good with that first, <laughs> that first half of that intro. Oh, that hit home because I was one of those people before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, is he going to say jellyfish? I wonder if he knows about the jellyfish. That was my entire thought the whole time. <laughs> I wonder if he's looked up. Did he look up all these tricks beforehand? Does he know what the jellyfish is? I did. <laughs> you got to I was surprised you didn't say the bull ring, though. That That's another good one. Oh, uh, yeah. I had to. I had to stop it somewhere <laughs> I, the bull ring was on the list that i saw oh but they're no, so I good <laughs> i mean it is kind of douchey but to be fair they are kind of difficult to do oh yeah yeah i mean to be fair all the ones that i said were from the beginners list so <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is when somebody would first start vaping and you teach them how to do the tornado they were like yep. oh my god it's amazing. Yep. One of them that was on the list was the waterfall, which it was like it was like blow your fucking fat cloud, your fucking fat ripped cotton right into a bottle and then dump it out onto the table. I'm like, that's not really a trick. You just need to have an empty bottle. <laughs> My trick is I have bottles. My trick is I have an empty bottle. The yeah. real trick would be as a man or a boy. If you finish that bottle and you haven't bonked your head with it, that's the real trick. Mm. Look at my willpower. I finished this bottle of Coke and I didn't bonk my head with it. Well, you know, you're just a better person than most. I I guess. Uh, no, I'm not saying that I can do this trick. This is an advanced man. Oh, it's trick. an advanced trick. Yes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. It's like if you were to be walking across a bridge and pick up a rock and not throw that rock off the bridge. Like you're just inhuman. Yeah. An inhuman man. No, you have to throw it off. That's you have to throw it off the big bridge. The bigger the rock, the more it has to go off the bridge. Yeah, all of them, all the bridges, mm -hmm. every bridge. Absolutely. You gotta go. You gotta dive in and get that rock and take it to every bridge and throw it off all of them. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Uh, I didn't forget. I'm not gonna forget. Fun fact. Well, you know, good thing I I came prepared. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you know that Burnout Paradise advertised Barack Obama's presidential campaign. Uh, no. <laughs> During its development, Barack Obama seized the opportunity to involve his 2008 presidential campaign into the game, purchasing ads. One of the billboards in games sees Obama's vote to vote for change campaign sign, so he just has a presidential billboard inside of Burnout Paradise. <laughs> Hot diggity dog. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Not something it you is pretty see. funny. Not something you see on the regular. 
no. What's the next one? What's the next like video game tie-in? AOC streaming on Twitch? Probably. Like- it wouldn't be surprising if I, I mean, I don't I don't know if bigger games would allow it, like the Activision games and stuff. But I mean, that'd mm. be one way to get your message out. <laughs> I can't imagine that there isn't a political candidate that has approached Epic Games to try to get some Fortnite event, you know? I just feel like Fortnite's too young of an audience now. I feel like the older audience portion kind of lapsed, and now it's, I mean, it has its majority younger audience. So I think doing... all, all, all you need to do is get them 18-year-olds. Yeah, I don't even think 18-year-olds are playing that anymore. <laughs> I mean, not nowhere near well... like they used to be. Okay. Okay. You think it'd be more? All the, all the your, your, voting, that... your voting demographic would much more be like your war zone and mm. that, that style. Those are old folks, though. Huh? I mean, you play it, right? Yeah, okay. I play it. And I'm uh, old. This is court on the street. <laughs> no rebuttals. This is court on the street. Josh over there and me. We each pick a word from puzzle word game Quirtle generated from the week. This uh, week we're picking words from some week um it's like october 2nd to the 8th i think because of our recording schedule i may have said that last episode and that wasn't right so that's that's right now that's the ones that we're picking from and you can do that too if you go to our twitter see the word list pick a word tell us what it is uh you know just live your life hey i'm going first this week i'm not gonna lie i was muted and I totally almost spit my water out that I had in my mouth. And you were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I said that last week. <laughs> it started dripping I out think, of my nose. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I did that. I have a distinct memory of pulling up the calendar and saying the exact same. Uh, You're just all over thing. the place. You're just all over the place. I am all over the place. We're all over the place. Well, when is a team loses a team? Yep. Um, I'm going first. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're first, Mister First Man. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with my theme from the past few weeks, and just to have a very loose topic here again. Uh, my word that I picked is amend. Um, to amend is to change, and that has been your vocabulary lesson for this week. <laughs> um, I expected you to be like, and that's all I have for this week. Josh, on your word. That's, <laughs> yep, and that's 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 all we got. Roll the outro. <laughs> um, nah, I'm I'm gonna talk. I want us to talk about things that we have changed our minds about. Um, Should be interesting. Big, big, small, whatever. However you want to go with this. Uh, that's that's what I want to hear about. I can go first unless you have something, you know, that you want to start off with. Uh, yeah. Coffee. I mm. hate I used to hate coffee when I was younger. I, I couldn't get past the bitter tastes for it. And then as I mm. got older, my taste buds changed and now I drink it all the time. And you probably started having better coffee. It wasn't just burnt. Yeah. Yeah, but even now, like, I'll get, like, the McDonald's iced coffee because you can use the app and get it for a dollar. You know, no oh, no, yeah. no shameless sure. McDonald's plug, but, you know, if I'm going to get I'm gonna get a nice coffee, I'm going to get the cheap one. Sure, yeah. I mm-hmm. made the mistake of a new Starbucks opened near us on uh, Genesee Street okay. in North Utica. And, uh, don't, yeah. Don't don't you slander the cold brew. Oh, no. It, 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 wait, uh, Starbucks? <laughs> Whew, crisis averted. Oh no, I'm slandering. It was trash. The cold brew? Yeah, it was not great. But I no. to be fair, to be fair, I got a pumpkin one. 
was not great. But the reason it was not great, it was one, it didn't taste that great. But two, it's fucking five dollars for like a medium. <sighs> I had I I had that pumpkin cream cold brew. I fucking loved it. Oh, it was okay, but it wasn't nearly as good as I thought it should have been, especially uh, for the price. The the pumpkin cold foam cold brew. Or oh the, no, I didn't like, have that. Cold I, foam? Iced coffee, like iced coffee, not cold. No, brew. that's yeah. This is what I'm saying is is like maybe the iced coffee. I don't get the iced coffee. I get the cold brew. Ah, uh, no, I haven't gotten that yet. Is very good. Iced coffee. It was okay. I would have gotten. I would have liked it probably better without the pumpkin. It was just like meh, mediocre. But sure. I can the understand fact that. that I paid five dollars for it, and it was literally a third of the size of what I get at McDonald's for a dollar. Yeah, for just a like, straight up cold, for just a straight up iced coffee that that ain't that ain't no good. Well, yeah, price. I just get like I swap out the flavors at McDonald's. I get yeah. like mocha or French vanilla or uh, I mean, caramel. I, I think you could, I think you could just go ahead and get the cold brew for that price, and why not? Like it's just better coffee. I'll go get it tomorrow, and I'll report back to you. I mean, don't report back to me if you don't like it. Just keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> nope, I'm going to report back to you. I'm going to tell you. I'm be like, you're wrong. You're a big fat dummy. This sucks. <laughs> nah, I fucking love the cold brews. I, I really don't care uh, what what how you come across. Uh, whatever. You know how words do. Just complete the sentence for me. I'm how brains on. things work, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my, my first one that I'm going with, and I think we'll just sort of, you know, be loose with this again and sort of go back and forth as stuff jogs uh my first one is like and this is going to seem like a bigger deal when i say it than when i describe it but like manliness okay uh, i'm sure that you, i think that you are the one that like i used to talk to and i was like i was like who the fuck uses the word cute I'm like cute is such a stupid word. Why would anybody? Why would any man use the word cute? Oh yeah, I'd be using that shit all the time. Yeah, man. That's cute. the sort of shit. That's the sort of shit that I'm that I'm like getting rid of in in my brain. Fucking girly, quote unquote, girly words, quote unquote, girly colors. I'm like fucking words and colors are just words and colors. You know what? Yeah. I heard somebody say I was gonna get. Uh, you know, a, a Corvette, but the only ones that I could find were yellow, and that's just girly. Like, yellow is not girly. Even if, even <laughs> before, even before that, I you wouldn't know, consider yellow like girly. It's it's wild how how some people think of that shit. But it's like, f- look at Fer- Ferrari's sales, right? Like, Ferrari is just like a fucking cool car. Mostly mm-hmm. men own them one way or the other, but like the most popular color is red. Second most popular color is yellow. Like, it's absurd for somebody to be like, eh, yellow's just a girly color. Corvette's racing team, their livery is yellow. My like, like, dream Corvette is a 72 Stingray mm, Corvette in canary yellow. Okay, okay. Those Corvettes I like in, it's not It's not quite a, like, sky blue. It's not quite a teal. It's, like, somewhere in between the two, whatever that color is. But that's the, that's the color teal. I think of. <laughs> sky teal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the sort of shit. I'm like, I'm like, get, get that shit out of my face. I'll wear a purple shirt. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I've never really been <laughs> against a lot of that stuff. So you're, you're yeah, probably you, right in that matter yeah. before we've probably talked about it in the past. Yeah. 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 I've definitely like, that was a, that was like a hard held belief of mine was like, was like, be, be a, be a man, which is funny. Cause I, I like am who I am. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So it's funny that I held those beliefs, but nah, I've let go of that shit. That's so tiresome. This one's going to hurt. All right. Uh, everyone's going to hate me, but I got to do it. Um, I just don't fucking like peppers, uncooked peppers. I just don't like them. Okay. Like I fucking, I, I tried to eat them all throughout my like youth. I tried them like, you know what? It's a taste thing. Eventually I'll get, I just don't fucking like uncooked peppers. They suck. Like, mm. <laughs> they're just not for me. And I know that's yeah, like a huge thing. People were like, I oh, know, peppers. There's, some, there's some people who are like way into it. Uh, like Nicole likes an uncooked pepper, but like she's not just like slicing up peppers and eating them. Oh, I know a ton of people that, you know, that's like, I don't know. I don't know that many people who just just munch on uncooked peppers. I know people who like them, but not people who like are are like rabid fans about them. I guess I shouldn't even say uncooked. Uncooked, yes, but also like I don't like big chunks of pepper. Mm. Like if it's like in a sauce mm. or something, I'm cool. But like, yeah, I'm not getting peppers and onions on something. I'll get onions. Ah, that's where. Uh, uh. I don't know. That's <laughs> that, where you lose me. That's where the hate comes. <laughs> <laughs> Pep- peppers and onions are, are so good. Like like a like a sausage sandwich with like topped with sweated peppers and onions. I just don't like the taste of uh, peppers. They so good. If they're mixed in with something, I can tolerate them. But like when I can when they're kind of at the forefront, no. Mm-mm. Weird. Same thing with like tomatoes. I love all uh, tomato yeah. byproducts, but I hate the fucking texture of a regular tomato. I hate the flavor of a tomato that's uncooked. I uh recent years, I like keep going back. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like fighting my own conditioning. I know I don't like tomatoes, but I keep going back, be like, okay, so many people love these fucking things. Mm-hmm. So I must be missing something. And I'll try them. I'm like, nope, nope, let's not for me. Even when there's even when the slime is gone. See, there's even when like, the slime is gone, I'll try them and it's just not. When it's like they don't taste good. Cut up, I can deal with it. So like I like it in like a, a bruschetta or something like that. Like I can deal with that. But like a sliced slice of tomato on something, no, not a chance. Yeah. Mm-mm. There's got to be enough other stuff going on for me. A, a bruschetta is even pushing it. I can do like a pico de gallo. Uh sometimes i can do a salsa but i can, it has I can to be salsa. like very specific like moe's has uh has a salsa that's uh you know what now i can't even remember what the one that i get is it's, it's the <laughs> only hot one they have but it's like a it's like a pepper based obviously it's like a tomato like base but it's mostly peppers hmm. i'm trying uh, to think of yeah. other things that i've changed my mind about i know right um I think I'm I think I'm gonna have to go with competitive games. Competitive Vigi games. Oh yeah, we're completely different there. Yeah. They're just not fun. Even the people who like them, like, do you have fun playing Valorant? Yes. Like actually, truly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It depends. Like there sure. can be times where it's stressful and I'm not having fun, but most of the time like learning for me is fun. And that's I think that's why competitive games are so compelling for me. Like it's a okay. constant. You're in a constant state of learning. Sure. So like I that's can... fun. When I'm when I have terrible team. The things that make competitive games unbearable for unbearable for me are bad teammates, and I don't even mean like people that just aren't good. I mean people that are toxic, aren't willing to communicate, yep. aren't willing to take criticism or learn. Like that makes it unenjoyable for me. But for yeah. the most part, like competitive games in general, really, I do enjoy them thoroughly. But you know, unfortunately, it comes with some 
some shitheads. Yeah. There there were games like when I was at the end of when I was getting fed up, there were some games in Rocket League where like my teammate would GG easy and I would forfeit. <laughs> even though you guys were like, winning? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I don't even I don't even care. Like I'll take the hit to whatever my, you know, hidden MMR is. I'll take that hit just to f- fucking stick it to this jag off. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm definitely uh I see the need for other games more now than I used to. Like I I mean, you know me. I used to just I was straight competitive games from like a lot of long time. Yeah. But I see the need for others now. I need I do need a a good mental reset from competitive games just because it is nice to have that shut off where I'm not I'm not learning my I don't need as much brain power to focus on stuff. Uh, it's much more of an escape. So that's the only time that I would say that it can feel uh, draining, I guess, to play a competitive game for me is like if I overdo uh-huh. it. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's tiring. Yeah, they're tiring. They're tiring. I've been using that word for a lot of stuff lately. Um, I was trying to rewatch Ozark, right? Mm, What a good choice. Uh, Because I wanted to watch the new season, but I couldn't remember what had happened in the previous season. So I watched the whole thing. I'm currently in the final season and I've just completely fallen off. And that's exactly the word that I used to describe that show. I'm like, it's just, it's just tiring. Yeah, I will admit. So like, cause the final season, the one that's like split up into two different sections, right? I don't know. I it's think all that, released now. So it's probably, yeah, I think it was two I different probably sections. didn't even notice. I think it was two sections. I think I only made it three episodes into the, this previous season. If it's yeah. the last one and I stopped too. I, I just don't think this, this season was anywhere near as compelling as the other ones. And I think it it's took just, too long to release. It's just brutal. It's like, I guess spoilers for Ozark. So skip ahead if you want, but like, I don't know, just, Wendy and her and her like just bullshit. I'm just like ah God. I mean, kind of the whole thing. I mean, again, like you said, skip ahead if you don't want spoilers. But like, it's kind of just rinse mm-hmm. and repeat doing the same fucking thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. That's how I started to feel about Breaking Bad too. That'll get me some hate. Breaking no, Bad not I, as good as I people would, say. It was good. I don't think the final two seasons were very good. In I don't comparison. think the final six seasons were very good. <laughs> You said I didn't like the whole fucking thing. How long did it? No, the first season I thought was pretty fine. The second season was such utter trash as like, I don't understand how it got renewed for a third season. Like the acting is good. Sure. Fine. But like, that's it's wild. I The second season is the one where like the whole time they're foreshadowing the like plane crash, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I'm one was like, bad. But then you get into the stuff with like Luis Poirot's Hermanos and stuff. I like that that whole The best episode plot. was the best episode was the fly episode. It's the only episode that I actually remember specific points of. Yeah. I remember a bunch of different stuff from it. I enjoyed it. I, I but well say this, and there's probably I liked weeds way more than I liked Breaking Bad. Sure. I don't know if you ever watched weeds or not, but I did. Yeah. I like that more than I watched. I like Breaking Bad. It was more relatable, I feel like. I think that was a lot of uh-huh. why why Breaking Bad I, I would agree with you. It's it, it is kind of overhyped. I I think it is mm-hmm. good. Um like I don't put it on my bad list for shows, but um mm. it was nowhere near as relatable as something like Weeds. Yeah. 
it's close to my bad shows, Breaking Oof. Bad. I saw um, someone say this about a show that I really like, yeah. um, Westworld. Like, I, I love Westworld. I saw someone on Twitter, just some content creator, How to Drink, the guy from How to Drink, the YouTube channel. He said, uh, I don't mean to yuck anybody's yum, but I don't understand how Westworld is anybody's yum. <laughs> and that's how I feel about breaking bad i'm like yeah if people can see something in it that i don't see then fine i just don't understand i, I don't understand well, why it's so beloved here's another one for things i've changed my mind on so i would never be caught dead watching an episode of friends before hmm. and i won't i won't like i'm not like oh my god i want to sit down and watch it i can understand why people like it it's relatable and it's great fucking background distraction stuff like you put that on while you're like cleaning the house or like laying in bed trying to fall asleep like i feel like that's why it's the mo- like one of the most watched shows because it's just so easy to just sure watch it there's no like huge overarching story i mean there's there's definitely progression throughout the series but it's not like you can miss an episode and be fine yeah um it's 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 my futurama yeah that's what futurama has been to me uh recently yeah yeah so like yeah, I used to be like, I don't understand this, but now I do. I get it. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think I think that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it. I don't think I have anything else really superb to talk about. If I do, I'm just gonna butt in and talk about it. But uh, I want to hear from the community, someone, somewhere. Tune in to us, Twitter. We have a Discord that you can find the link to in the description. Get a hold of us. Tell us sort of things that you've changed your mind on. Could be a, a TV show. It could be, I don't know, geopolitical uh, policies. I don't give a shit. Big, small. Tell us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Do the thing. Engage. I am going to move on to my loose end. Uh, my loose end was inspired by your loose end today. Because we talked. We talked. Uh, outside of recording go no, figure we don't. we're not even friends what do you mean i know right we don't even talk um we're both going to be doing drafts so i'm going to start with mine mine is the color combination Oof. draft Oof. such uh, a good one yeah not not just a single color get two i will say two colors all right no more no less best color combinations um because it's my topic i will let you go first Okay, I'm going to be generic, but I think it goes, it's just too good of a combination, red and black. Okay. okay. Easily got to be a number one, number one pick in the draft. I feel you. I feel you. I feel like I should have been able to guess that from you. Yeah. Uh, Red and black. I am going to go with the god king of all color combinations of orange and blue. I, I knew that was coming. Yep. It's not, this is not just personal preference either. Like, orange and blue is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everything. You're not wrong. For my second pick in the draft, going with one that I feel like is underrated, but man, is it just so good and it can be used in so many good applications. Royal purple and gold. Ooh, that's good. I'm just going to put purple and gold. (laughs) Purple and gold, yeah. Like that deep purple. I, I just think of like, royalty you know what i mean yep. just that's just that yep. mm, just hits that's good. a that's a good pick because i was literally gonna go purple and yellow <laughs> got that one you got that one snuck it in there on you um this one is this one is uh a, a dedication to our friend joe 
Joe Biz. Uh, teal and red. Mm. Good old Biz. It's so good. I, I regularly use this color combination in games uh, yeah. since he started using it in Halo. Yeah, it does look really good. Red accents on a teal object. Mm-hmm. Or... Oh, yeah. So for my third pick in the draft, I'm going with something some might call girly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with white and pink. Ooh, that's good. Hence my, my computer is all, all the RGB in it is pink and then everything else is white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just it's just a solid solid color combo yeah i agree i'm gonna go with uh i'm going a little off the beaten path here i'm going with a with an unconventional one but an undeniable one green and purple mm. hulk okay. going with the hulk well, i respect it it is in a design sense, discordant, right? Like they don't, they're not supposed to go together. Yeah. They do. Yep. My number four, I got to go with old, trusty, old, reliable, the Buffalo Bills, red and blue. Yep. Yep. This one probably slipped a little further down the list than it should have, huh? Yeah. I was like looking around in my room for color combination ideas and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that before? I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. yeah. Got to take that one. All right. I, I'm going with the alma mater, going maroon and white. Ooh, solid choice. It's good. Maroon, maroon, I think, is a good base for a lot of other combinations, too, though. Oh, it definitely is. 100%. All right, round out the list. Pick a good one. For the fifth spot on my team in the 2022 color combination draft, I am taking the undeniably iconic... (sighs) Yellow and red. Boo. <laughs> that that yellow and red, that traditional yes. I'm hungry vibes. Mm-hmm. That Pikachu vibe. Uh, that Pikachu, that McDonald's, you know. All right, let's see. Hmm. You know what? You know what? I'll do it. In honor of Spoopy Month, going orange and black. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. We haven't done we haven't done very much spoopy content, so oh well, because everybody knows my feelings on spoopy stuff. <laughs> yeah, we did we did talk about it at length a <laughs> yeah. while back, so yeah. be surprised if anybody's surprised. But yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. All right, we got. We'll just run down the list. Josh's top five: red and black, purple and gold, white and pink, red and blue, yellow and red, and then mine: orange and blue. Teal and red, green and purple, maroon and white, orange and black. Those are it's some diverse. solid, some solid picks. Yep, it yep. makes me, it makes me think about how much I enjoyed that color game we played at your house. Hues and cues. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. It was a very fun uh, game. There's not many people who don't like that game. It's just so simple. Yeah, and it's like it's it's not like you don't have to learn anything. If you could think of a thing that's a color. Then I, lo- I love how you were like, I'm going to we're going to play this because I feel like you're going to be good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I played with another artist before yeah. and like we played in bad light and the other people that we were playing with were like just bad. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, what are you guys thinking? He's like, <laughs> Use your brains. Use your brains. I just used this color. You know, I am surprised that neither one of us took black and white. Mm. It is. It's useful, but is it good? It definitely is good. Okay, I guess so. I, yeah. I will always take 
I will take white and any other color before I take black, I think, though. Yeah, I, I'm starting to be more in line with, like, instead of a black and white, just give me, like, a dark brown and a cream or, like, mm. give me, like, a, a deep, deep, deep maroon and, like, a salmon color red. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, just same style of contrast, just not as deep, but also, like, lends itself more to feeling, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that that brown and cream is a good one because yeah. it's it's basically like it's black and white but washed out. It's it's very mm-hmm. appealing. Yeah, I've been uh been doing a lot of that at work with like color palettes and trying to do stuff. Yeah. Um. Did you ever did you ever check out that uh, TikTok channel that I sent you? Uh, music palettes or whatever nope. it is. When did you send me that? I don't know. I think I texted it to you and was like, I think you like this whole channel, but the guy will take album art and he will color pick um well like four colors from the whole thing and then he makes a he makes a three by three grid and he'll put the four colors in the corners and he'll mix the ones vertically and horizontally and then mix all four of them in the middle and Mm. it's like it they make very good palettes or Mm. Maybe maybe it's like east, west, north, south, and then he mixes them into the corners. Either way, I'm like it's a back very to see if I can find it so I can watch it if I didn't. Um it's a I thought that you would like it because it seems like a very good and interesting way to actually make unconventional palettes. I uh I use colors a website. Um Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you real quick so you don't have to keep searching. Yeah, coolers.co is what I use for palettes. Okay. Um, put it in the right channel, actually. We haven't made one yet. Nope. There we go. We check this out. It's cool because you have the ability to like lock colors, put a specific color in, and then you just hit spacebar to generate colors that are like okay. that go with it. So it like gives you a ton of different variation, and you're like, oh, I really like that color. Lock it. And then it gives complementary stuff to the you know to that color and then you can lock another color and just keep rotating through because you find some really cool palettes so yeah i think this is kind of doing the same well no it's not quite i was gonna say i thought it was doing the same sort of thing where it's like mixing colors next to them yeah i don't i don't think it quite is um that channel also has like it's music underscore palette for anybody that wants to look for it but I'm like to, i'm about to go look at look it up now it uh it also has that sort of um i don't know asmr type vibe that people like like the person who was just mixing paint or the person who was just smearing paint like freezing paint and then when it was nearly thawed just smearing it around with a palette knife to make it nice and smooth so i must have oh, yeah? looked at it when you sent it to me and then but i don't remember it don't remember it but yeah i just i just thought it was a really good idea yeah it for, is especially for an artist i've been um, really enjoying the uh i don't know if you've seen them at all but there's this guy that does miniature paintings so he like um on, on tiktok yeah so he'll like go to a, like a bridge or something and go sit there and like the, the canvas fits inside of an Eltoids container. And then Hell yeah. he literally like paints the image so it blends in with the like backdrop of the video. So like by the end of it, where what he paints just looks like it belongs there. Like you can't tell that it's painted. It's just nutty. That's awesome. Sounds Same. awesome. Yeah, there's some really cool stuff that I've been finding. 
Uh, do you know who Marcus Veltri is? That sounds familiar. He he does music videos on YouTube. He's got perfect pitch. Mm. He plays the piano. And like I was watching one of those actually earlier today. Man, that just blows my mind. So they've been do- he he like collaborates with a lot of other music YouTubers. Um, and I'm assuming they all must have perfect pitch because they do like they like go on Omegle and hold up a sign that says like request a song. And the guy uh, the second guy will be like playing a violin or a trumpet, and they'll be like hiding it off off you know camera where they, you can't see them. And then all of a sudden they'll come in and it's like, I'm assuming they must have perfect pitch too, because how else are you just going to improv <laughs> whatever song they pick? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're not picking, yep. like they're not giving you a list of songs and you could pick it because I know these ones. They're literally just improving it. And sometimes they have to listen to it before they know it. If they don't know the song, it's like, man, mm-hmm. that's just so incredible. Yeah, I, I do know this guy. I, I had searched him on YouTube before. Probably you showed me him. Yeah, I've, I've seen them, but just like yeah, watching like two people do that is even more mind boggling. Like, who's yeah, that sort of thing is very interesting. Um, it reminds me of the that uh, girl on Twitch um, who will learn a song in like two minutes. Yeah, I can never remember her name, but I watched her do that with uh, the Black Parade. She like listened to it once and then played just two minutes worth of it yeah which is it's a very that's a very complex song too it yep it's uh it was incredible it's just people like him her the do like they all just have Mm -hmm. that ability like perfect pitch and like complete yeah like instead of photographic memory they just have like musical memory that's just it's crazy yeah wish i was any kind of talented like that i mean that's that's just a whole nother level of Uh, skill hey hey buddy Hey there, buddy. Hey there, there. There, there, pal. Pat on the the back. You'll be okay. (laughs) You'll be okay, little fella. Okay, well, it's time for me to get into my word, I think. It's time for you to... It's probably uh, about time that I begin with Uh? my word, begin. Uh? Uh. (laughs) Oh, you see what I did there? Yeah, yeah, Uh uh-huh. I don't know if you caught on to that, but it was was real smooth. Um, why, would you say? Uh... Uh, oh, nothing. I didn't say anything. Gotcha. Let's move on. <laughs> What's your word? Uh, begin. Cool. Uh, it made me think about like beginnings of everything. So All right. I struggled this week to pick something. And uh, what are the begin? So I decided like, what are the beginning memories we have in different phases of our life? So like, start off like, what is the first memory you have of existence? If you just try to think back to your oldest memory, what is the oldest thing you can remember? Here's uh, my mine is a little strange because like I think that it is um, Niagara Falls. Okay. Uh, we went to Niagara Falls when I was four. My parents took me and we rode the Maid of the Mist. It's a it's a boat that sort of chugs along into the into the sort of falls area. You get as close to the falls as possible without getting dragged under or whatever. Um, I think that that's my first memory, but. I may just be remembering like a picture that we took while we were there. Yeah. So it's kind of fuzzy for me, but I think that's it. My first one surprisingly uh, involves two of our friends. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Adam and Dan. And I was four. We were both where all of us were like four or five. Adam was like a little bit older than us. So he might have been five. Mm -hmm. And my mom was 
volunteering for the the fire department um auxiliary they had like a bake sale or something there and i was there of course with her because that's what i did she was i i just went around with her everywhere (laughs) so i'm sitting there playing with my toys and then adam's dad came over and me and adam started playing with toys and then Dan's dad showed up and then me and Dan and Adam were playing with toys. And then they decided that let's all go back to Adam's house. So me, Dan and Adam all went back to Adam's house to play. And like, that's my first memory that I can remember as far as like when I think about the oldest thing that I can remember, it's that. Yeah. Which is nuts to like have it be people I'm still friends with today. Yeah, that is crazy. But yeah, so so you went back to Adam's house uh, and what you like? burned a couple of christmas trees or yeah no uh that was like <laughs> it was so crazy because when you're that little his house seemed like a mansion yeah like i mean it was a relatively big house but like when you're four five years old like it seemed humongous so like especially going upstairs into that like attic with like the small like little mini doors and like the off rooms where the you know the rooms are slanted down because of the shape of the roof like mm-hmm. crawling through all those and we were playing i remember he had the uh the big turtle um, from Power Rangers that you could fit all the stuff inside of all the different Rangers and all their different animals and things inside of. I remember playing with that a ton. We were just having a blast. It was a good time. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I think that's that's probably my my oldest one. Um, I tried to think of like preschool, and I know I went to preschool around the same time, but I have no recollection mm-hmm. of it. I know I went to Tiny Tots Preschool. Yeah. But I have no I, recollection of it at all. I don't know if I went. I must have gone to a preschool. Mostly, I remember uh, daycare because it was it was at my aunt's house, so it was just like uh, me and my cousins like hanging out. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, she took care of a few other kids too, uh, because she was a teacher. Ah, uh, so summers off. Why not? You know, do what you're good at and do daycare during the summer. Yeah, that makes sense. Which um, aunt do I know? Know this one? Yeah, yeah, my aunt Nadine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah, they lived nice. uh, over in over in North Utica. Yep. Well, uh, I guess no, South South Utica. South Utica. <laughs> okay. I don't even remember exactly where. To be completely honest, this was so long ago, and they moved a long time ago. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but that's that's all I got for like pre-K memory. Okay. Kindergarten for me, I have quite a few. Um, I had Mrs. Holmey for kindergarten class, which this was before you moved. You came second grade, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, we had, I had Mrs. Homie, and she was awesome. She wore a different pair of like animal slippers like every day of the week she had a, she was she a had, homie yeah she just had so many different kinds of slippers and all kinds of like funny like smocks and dresses and shirts and stuff that were all hilarious and i remember cross-dressing <laughs> as a kid in that class me and dan would put on put dresses over us and wear high heels and try to mm. run down the hallways in them because it was hilarious um, scandalous yeah scandalous politics in the classroom I remember making uh, forts out of like foam blocks and trying to take naps inside of them. Hell yeah! Yeah, it was a uh, it was a good time. I uh, I didn't have because I think Dan, I remember Dan being in that in that class with me, but I think like Adam and Jake and them all had uh, Mrs. Payne. Mm, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. My memory of kindergarten is very fuzzy um, because I th- 
because I like moved. Yeah. So it's like those memories sort of faded away quicker than they probably ought to have. But I remember a boy that I was friends with. I don't even remember his name. No, I do remember his name. His name was Julian. Um, I don't remember his last name and I never talked to him once I moved, but he was a, uh, he was disabled. He was like in a wheelchair. He had like a motorized wheelchair. Um, and he was like, he was like the nicest dude. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Moved. And because I was, you know, seven, uh, yeah. I just never talked to him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't, couldn't like hit up, a, couldn't text him to say, Hey, what's up? Yeah. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't there was no cell phones for us. I know it's hard to think yeah. about that, like really, like really put into perspective that like we're the last generation that didn't grow up with like cell phones, Facebook, social media, just like yeah. Discord to stay in contact with friends. Like it was nobody. How many kids now are ever going to have to one remember their friends' home phone numbers in their head, <laughs> and then call and ask to talk to them? And because then there's like time stipulations and everything. Like you had to. There had to be like time blocks where you could call. Yep. You know, yep. it's like I can't call after nine because there'll be parents will be winding down trying to go to sleep. I love they'll hate me if I call after nine, like that kind of stuff. Or like you had to had to have the right times to call. And I feel like that's honestly probably like I why I feel like um we might have big, better connections to our friends' parents than probably some of the younger kids do now. Ooh, that's a good thought. Yeah. There was more interaction. So, like, you know, you had to call and say hi to him, even if it was only a 30 second conversation. I feel like that that repeated over time would make somebody feel yeah. more secure and comfortable talking with somebody. If if for nothing else, then like your parents have to go, oh, who who is that calling you? And you have to tell them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that would be it's just crazy to think about. I mean, we didn't have yeah. any of that. Yep. The times they are a changing. Mm-hmm. Definitely are. And we had I'm trying to think what else do we have? I have anything else from kindergarten. I think that's pretty much it for kindergarten. And we skip through to middle school. Um middle Miss school. Weed. Huh? Miss Weed. Miss Weed. Yeah, Miss Weed. <laughs> Miss Reed? Yeah, Miss Reed. Oh. I was <laughs> because because I was accelerated math, I was in John Doolin's class. Oh, God. And he would call her Miss Weed. <laughs> of course, John Dillon would And do she that. hated it. But the dude is relentless, and he just never gave it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, middle school was interesting for us, I feel like. Um, so where we was... grew up, there was two separate elementary schools at the time that we were going through. So mm -hmm. like middle school was our first introduction to like being put in with the kids from the other elementary schools. You know what else made it weird? And but... I was thinking about this um, not that long ago. I didn't, I never really like put any thought into this, but the middle school was new for us. We were moved into middle school in seventh grade right yeah sixth and grade middle was school the last was, one in. middle school was six seven and eight yeah so like us and the fifth graders both moved up to middle school at the same time yep. it was just like it was weird it was a weird time to make that transition and i don't know it was they also made us run back and forth between middle school and the high school because they were connected it sucked yep yeah our middle school was weird it really was it really was i'm trying to like play out in my head i don't even really like 
Is it bad that I can't like map, like do a map of the inside of the school in my head anymore? It was just a straight line. It's like our our high school, middle school was like a V. Yeah. Right? Sounds, yeah. Our middle school was just a hallway. It was two floors, one single hallway on each. Yep. And then you went to like the no man's land that went to the entryway where Geno's would line up their pizzas in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And then there was the band room and that's where high school started. And then that yeah. was just a straight line. Okay. Now with, I'm remembering it. Yeah. With an add on that had three floors. Yep. And that, that was it. Like our school was very simple. Yeah. I just, I couldn't remember. I didn't remember like how that was set up. But now, yep. that, and then like the, the old gym was to the, yeah. Left of the band room, right? Like you come out of the cafeteria. Yes. Yeah. That like now I'm, I'm remembering all the like intricacies. Cause yeah, when you get to the end of middle school, you can take a left to go to the new gym or you can take a right to go to the cafeteria in uh-huh. the entryway. Yep. And then, yeah, once you reach the end of that hallway, left is the old gym, right is the band room. And then, uh, high school. And then there yeah. was a turn off to go to like the auditorium. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. Yeah, this is what this is what a three hundred person school looks like. Yeah, what it tiny. looks like when there's only three hundred <laughs> kids yeah. in the entire middle and high school. We had what sixty two people in our graduating class. We graduated sixty one. Technically, we had seventy four, but that included like special needs. Gotcha. Um, and other stuff. But yeah, still so small. It's so small. And you go to like Proctor and stuff that are like seven, eight hundred. All class. the schools around here are like that. There's two schools in Webster where I got, you know, my first apartment moving out here. And they're both like three to four hundred kids. They're both the size of Proctor. Or three to three to four hundred per class. Yeah. No, Proctor's like <laughs> seven, eight hundred a class. Yeah. Which is just nuts. There's- there's schools around here too. I think Arondequoit, there's two schools in Arondequoit around here that are both that size. Ugh. <laughs> I like, I don't know. I really, I really think we benefited more than we know from having a smaller so. class size. Yeah. People talk about it uh, when it comes to college. Like you didn't sort of shop around for colleges in the same way that I did, but a lot of the marketing around colleges comes from like small class sizes. Um, there's a lot of data out there to show that like small class sizes means a better education and like you're more connected to your classmates, make more friends for later in life. But nobody really talks about that when it comes to high school and yeah, middle and school because it's just intricacies. Like it's easier to just everyone. shove them all together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it was really <laughs> nice having that. It was, I mean, there was just so much. Like I learned stuff about everybody that we went to school with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I'm hard pressed. I know that there were like what two or three people in high school that I like didn't like. Yeah. But at this point in my life, I'm hard pressed to think of why I didn't like them and whether I would still not like them for the same reasons, you know? Like Yeah. No, it's definitely definitely way different. And <laughs> I don't I don't think what happened with us could ever happen in a school that's bigger like with us like senior junior senior year where we like clicks kind of started to fade away and like, oh yeah we started just to gone. do things as a as a whole class like everybody was kind of involved with each other at least to some mm-hmm. facet even the even the outcasts your john keely's and your um 
I don't know who else was even considered an outcast. You're um uh, ooh, who is the who is that one kid? Bronson. I don't I don't remember his last name. The kid that flipped a table. A singer. Quote unquote flipped a table. A Bronson singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He didn't actually like he just picked up a table because kids were bullying him and then we fucking bullied him even more like at the beginning of school at the beginning of high school. Yeah. For that. But like we just like yeah, it just like went all that shit just went away. Yeah, it's like everybody Especially grew in our senior up. year. Mm-hmm. Everyone like had a major growth peak in senior year. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, like none of this stupid high school drama bullshit matters. We're gonna be gone in a year. Like we might yep. as well just enjoy ourselves. There were some I'm trying to think of who the like linchpins of that were though, right? Because there's like there's gotta be like a few people who bridged that gap and really like brought everybody together. Off the top Penry's. of my head, it's the Penrys, it's Jamie Lavala. Yeah. Right? Like yep. Yep. like these are the people who just sort of didn't give a shit. Just mm-hmm. talked with everyone and Frank broke Sanders. those barriers down. Frank Sanders. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, just so many good times. It's like I know. You don't I you don't I don't spend a lot of time like sitting back and thinking of it, but man, talking to especially moving and talking to other people from different places and like hearing about their experiences and how much different they were. And then yep. like, you know, talking to my sister. Okay, my, she's 40 45, right? Okay. She still talks to like three or four of her friends from high school. Mm-hmm. And she went to, she went to Frankfurt. So like it, it's the same there. But then you have people that didn't go Frankfurt that at her age don't talk to anybody. So it was like it was just so conducive for like real genuine bonds with people. Sure. To be fair, my brother stands in distinct opposition to this because he like has a pretty big friend group still from proctor and yeah, he but, moved away in 10th grade yeah well that's because that's because he only had two two years away like his his foundation had already he's, been built he's got a couple friends from frankfurt too like he made some good friends there charlie bellino and uh goo i don't i can't even remember goo's real name yeah but no i mean it but, makes uh, more sense that he would have a stronger foundation where he spent most of his yeah life. but he's got I mean, he th- like there's a lot of his friends that are still around. Like think of think of my brother's friend group, right? Like Matt Mariani, Mike Brendez, uh, Tim Starziak, uh, even Drek is from Proctor. Um, like yeah, there's so many. Scott, his friend uh, Horse, that they talk about. His best friend Will, like that's a big friend group that he that they have maintained for these 20 years yeah it's amazing yeah it is it takes work though yeah don't let anybody tell you that maintaining friendship does not work yep Yep, it is there (laughs) although their work their work is their fantasy football league like that that keeps them coming back at least every year yeah you know there's not something like in our friends i would consider my friend group from high school pretty big but even even the friend group that i consider like i don't talk to them even every year well, no, because everybody but me was terrible at t- <laughs> communicating. That's correct. Yeah. Every single just, one of us. You you should just start, like, I don't know if a Discord server is the best thing. You should start, like, a group chat or something. I could. I could on Facebook. 
just just uh, on, or, just or on or phones. Who cares? Yeah, that's well, true. Well, you're on iPhone, so it would make the interaction a little uh, weird. It don't matter to me. Well, it's just if you're if you're all on Android, if you're all on iPhone, then you can leave the chat if you want. But yeah, if yeah. You're, yeah, but if, if you're mixed, between you the two, yeah, you can't. So yeah, Facebook might be better for the simple fact Facebook that you can mute, no- be mute notifications and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can definitely do that. I'd definitely be open to something like that. Get everybody talking. I know that that Jake's been, uh, me and Jake have had our differences, but I know that Jake's been, like, doing big things down where he is, and I'd like to, you know, keep up on that, too. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I I talk to him every once in a while. I talk to Matt every couple of months. Adam, Mm -hmm. Adam will be every four or five months. It depends, because, like, with Adam, I'll talk to him every four or five months, but then the instant that he's coming into New York, I get a message. It's <laughs> like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm home. When, when can we yeah. hang out? Yeah. That's I'd like, like to see Adam. Let me know the next time he does that. I'll I try will. to make that work. I will. Um, I mean, even if we had to come out there, I'm sure he would be down. He's always so busy, though, right? Like, we tried that before. They go to Syracuse. To we can go to Syracuse. We can meet there. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? They go there all like they go out to Syracuse a bunch. And depending on how they come here, if they drive or not, depend on they might be in Syracuse. Like fly into it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I know this last time that they came here, they actually drove to drove here, drove to Syracuse, flew out of Syracuse to where they were going, then came back, Mm -hmm. got their car here, and then drove back. Because it was easier to like come here, see family, than take the second part of the trip. Okay. You lost me, but that's not important. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah we could do that uh, sure i'll, I'll start um, one to start it tomorrow we'll... i'd like that um okay let's 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 get back on the tracks a little bit did we do high school enough because that's the next one that you got uh i don't think we really did high school yet we talked we talked <laughs> okay. about some of high school but it we wasn't didn't talk like about the first yeah yeah we didn't talk about like a first specific moment um <laughs> I mean, what's high school? 10th, 11th, 12th? 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. Then I would say for ninth grade, my most memorable stuff is uh, my most memorable ninth grade moment is Tony rapping in Mr. Gross. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it was just so funny. It's either that or the the lighter in the back of the bus seat. Yeah. With him. Mine, Mine is... Uh, Mark Rena very gingerly putting Matt into a garbage can. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like, like there's there was this idea that like you had to haze the new guys, and Matt joined the football team, and the older guys had to haze him. But like everybody was so nice that Mark Rena like was just like stepped in front of him, was like, "Fahey, I'm gonna just, put you in the garbage can." Just go along he's like, with it. He's like, "Okay," and he like just picked him up and just set him in. He's like, "Okay, now you can get out." <laughs> <laughs> You know what's crazy, man? Uh, Mark Rena might go down in my, in in my brain as the nicest person I've ever met. It's possible, dude. He, you know, he's still one of the only people that almost every year wishes me a happy birthday on Facebook. Oh, okay. I don't like. I don't. I have not talked to him in. Well, I mean, we've been out of school for what? Twelve. Say it. I don't want to <laughs> say it. Has it really been that long? You didn't go to our 10-year reunion. I know, but I can't believe it's already been 
four years since then. Yeah, that is crazy that it's been four years since then. Oh my lord. Yeah, we've been out of we've been out of school for 14 years. 14 years. Holy fuck. <clears throat> yeah, so 14 years. It's been at least 15 years. No, it's been at least 16 years because he graduated two grades above us. Yep. It's been at least 16 years since I've seen him. And yet, mm. for some reason, he still wishes me a happy birthday. Yeah, there's just people that do that, though. There's still people that do that on my Facebook. And, like, I don't even go on Facebook. Yeah, like, I mean, see. I mean, I get that, too, with, like, people that are, like, people that I'm friends with. But, are like, I barely knew him. Uh, Nate? Wished me happy birthday last year. Nate. Calandra? Calandra. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that. Oh. Justin Bigor wished me happy birthday, too. Mm-hmm. That's not <laughs> that John far. John Doolin. Yeah. John Doolin's the same, though. Yeah. Uh, I think he well, was in Mark's grade. No, he was a grade after Mark. Like, was he? Yeah, he was, he was a year younger. Um, But it's different because you were on the bus with John Doolin. So you, you, like, that's the thing. You knew John way more than I knew Mark. Like, my interactions with Mark... We're literally gym class. That's it. Oh, yeah, sure. So it's like I didn't know him other than like that and the very few times that I would be like at Matt like <laughs> Harry's house and he would come over. I'd like talk to him a little bit. Dude, he's just such a nice person. I gotta say, John Doolin's a funny dude. Oh, he's, he's hilarious. still funny. Only yeah, in twenty twenty two would they let a man become the new Queen of England. Yep. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, he was always always good for a good chuckle. Yep. Um Okay, college. Oh, hmm. honestly, the first thing for me that pops into my head is I took um, like c- computer 101. I don't remember what exactly it was called, but it was like you learn a little bit about Windows. And then there was a bunch about all the different Microsoft suites, like the whole Audrey program in Microsoft. So I took that and it's kind of full circle, which is why it's the thing I remember is uh, while I was in there, I met a, made a couple friends. Uh, one was this girl named Megan, and I used to always help her with her um, work in there. You know, year went by, ended yep. up having one more class with her after that, then never really talked to her again. Fast forward to replay in Herkimer. One day, her and her boyfriend come walking in. So then I see her again. Talk, we talked a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. Um, then fast forward to a few years and her and Shane have been dating for like what going on? It's gotta be five, five or six years. Yeah. Yeah. Five or six years, I think. So like how full circle is that to like go from never, you know, just had a college class with her. And then now like now one of my good friends is dating with her has a, has a, they have a kid together and stuff. So it's just like, it's so crazy. But like, that's like one of my first memories of college. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, for you, it's got to be quite different because you actually moved away for school. I did. Yeah. Um. Uh, my first memory, my first memories of college are <clears throat> uh, like pretty obvious. I, I did marching band my freshman year and we moved in. We had early move in. So like that's basically all that I could do is kind of hang out with those those people. Yeah. Like I had never really done anything like that before. Um so it was just it was really interesting. It was it was a whole new it's a whole new world. See my first my first memory of you going to college is the same, helping you move in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That was that was quite the time. Yeah. Moving in was, was definitely something. Yeah. Don't miss but you don't miss that having to move like every because how often no. did you 
you move like every semester or every year like how was it not was it set up quite every semester but like you also had to take stuff with you at the end of the semester yeah um it's like you didn't have to completely move out but you were taking stuff with you yeah um and then you were moving like every year and that yeah that does suck like everything in your life becomes mobile Mm -hmm. uh I like develop some very particular like packing habits like around like my TVs yeah. and stuff. Like I I have I have a set of towels, like two or three towels specifically uh to put in my TV boxes for when I pack and move. <laughs> Still have them. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Because it's easier to keep it's easier to store a towel away than like one of the pieces of the styrofoam. Yeah. So I don't know. It just it just made sense to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> get that. But yeah, then like, yeah, that that really did. That's maybe the worst part of college is having to move like that. Yeah. Yeah. College was weird for me in the sense that like mm-hmm. you were a commuter. So no, no, not even that. Um, hmm. It was weird for me in the sense that so like I think we were both kind of the same or in like high school. It didn't really give a fuck. But like we were smart right. enough for it to just carry us, like yep. like we could just coast, didn't really have to try, That's and it just just happened. And I I was the same way. But like you get into college, and I you know you hear everything, and I expected it to be much more difficult. But the thing is, like I went to what I went to school for, I was already like severely interested in, and had learned a bunch already by myself. So college was weird to me, me and the fact that like I got there and like was forced to forced to take the like the prereq classes and stuff and those are fine because like i i don't know everything about um history and all that kind of stuff that you, you know you have to take there yeah but when i got to the got done with all that stuff and i had just the classes that were specific to my degree i already knew most of it oh that's interesting so the differences in high school um, and stuff I, we were forced to go there was no getting out of going to school you know what i mean whereas like yep now i'm an adult you know, 18, 19, 20 years old or whatever, like probably 19, you know, like my parents want me to go, but there's nobody forcing me to go to college. Whereas like, you know, mm-hmm. they might, they want me to, to go and like be successful and do that. But like, I, I just stopped going. I mean, I got full-time job, had a girlfriend at the time going to school. Like I just stopped going and nobody, there was nobody that nothing, nothing making me go. So like, I feel like if I had, I had the same situation. I would have finished my degree. Not that it really matters because it was I don't like what I was going to school for anymore. Like I like regular design. I was going for web design because I knew that that's where the money would be. But I just genuinely don't like designing websites. Yeah, that (laughs) anymore. A whole lot of sense. So I've never gone back to finish it. I'm only like three classes away. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, probably expired by now. Credits last like seven years. Yeah. Probably. So it's yeah. just like that was different, I feel, than most probably. Yeah, definitely. Cause mine was mine was like the very typical, like I uh was good enough to sort of skate by and I was smart enough to do well in college if I put the work in, but I never had to put the work in before, so I wasn't prepared to start having to put the work in. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean um, by that. And you know, I didn't do well. Makes you start to resent like school because you're 
now you're into something completely new and you're used to everything just coming easy to you. And now you're like, fuck, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know how to give more than this and something I don't really care about. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it's just how it was. And it just wasn't like, it feels like an excuse to say, but like, it just wasn't for me. Like I'm academia is just not sort of compatible with me. I'm not compatible with academia. I should say that because I'm as much smaller cog and academia is a whole thing. Yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah. I don't think it ever was in my ambitions. Didn't need college. No, um, same. I can't regret it because I met my wife. My wife. He met, but, he met uh, his wife and his life, right? Yep. Yep. So I can't regret going, um, but I don't, it wasn't necessary for me. You know, yeah. I could have made a life for myself outside of it. Probably wouldn't have been quite as good as the one that I have, but I would have gotten there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the stipulations that came from going and then meeting your wife and then wanting to move out there and stuff. I feel like that definitely kickstarted you to get the career that you have. Yeah. Like you're right. That yeah. that could have changed, but yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm a people person, mm. you know mm. what I mean? Like I'm, I'm good at people. So I'd like that translates across so many different industries. Like I didn't, and I, I'm a, I'm good at learning on my feet. So it's like, I didn't really need same way. I didn't need school or college. Yep. Uh, well, you you're in a you're in a field now where a lot of places are sort of I don't want to say not valuing college or anything, but they are putting less value on yeah. college in your particular field these days. Yeah, because you so could just it, you're in a weird position too. I'm in a great position where like I'm not penalized for not finishing. Yeah, right. Kind of the same with you, like you in the, at least with the career path that you chose, like you didn't get. You're not penalized by the fact that you don't have, a, you didn't, you know, finish or didn't do whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you're not penalized for it. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of places, I mean, a lot of people could be, or, you know, you're like, well, I'm going to school to be a reporter, but I never finished my degree. And then, well, none of the major, like, newspaper things are, yeah, going to hire you unless you, I mean, I feel like it's all changing because of the internet. Like, people have yep. their own websites and blogs and they have proof of, proof of stake you know what i mean they have proof of worth in what they can do because if you have if you didn't finish your journalism degree but you have a blog that gets a hundred thousand views a month and you have mm -hmm. all these articles that get shared across the internet that degree doesn't matter they're, they're going to take you because you have proof of your work yep translating uh, into the field. A podcast these days yeah like that's where a lot of the i feel like a lot of the like investigative journalists start it's really crazy when you think about, it's a low ahead. barrier to entry. Yeah, super low barrier entry. But it's really crazy to think like podcasts is a form of entertainment. Like we're literally just listening to people talk. But because we never had the technology to just continually listen to people talk, it's like this new new wave of thing. But like it's not you don't it's a form of entertainment that's not like a form of entertainment. Yeah. Like you're not making a movie, you're not doing stuff like we it's, have topics, but we basically just talk back and forth and have a uh, have a random discussion. It's hard for me to tell where I sort of draw the line in my mind of where uh, podcasts became a new form of media to me. Because when I started listening to podcasts, it was just radio to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's what it was. I found maybe the first podcast that I listened to was Welcome to Night Vale. And 
that is a very particular form of podcast these days that is podcast to me. But at the time, I just thought of it as internet radio. Like it was just an internet, it was just a radio drama being broadcast on the internet. You could listen to it anytime. It was on-demand radio. Because it hadn't become popularized yet. Yeah. But there's there's like a turning point at some point from 2014s when I started listening to that. I would say to last today. five years. About five yeah. years ago is when it started to make the shift in society where like podcasts were the... You started seeing big players start to make podcasts. Right. Um, right. I mean, Joe Rogan was... Whether people like him or not, that's not a, a thing. But he, like, he is the grandfather you know Actually. Of, I'll take that back. I do know the moment when it became a new, like legitimate form of media to me. Yeah. It was when it was when Mark Marin had President Obama on. Yeah. It was it that like sent a regardless of what you think of Mark Marin or Obama or whatever, this is apolitical. But like the fact that a podcaster could have a president yeah. on. Like made it a legitimate form of media mm-hmm. it never happened before and it sent ripples through the whole thing everybody was talking about it for like six months after that did you hear that mark Marin had obama on oh my god no way and like i think that was it but uh that's a weird one it's like a very particular moment yeah i mean it is very odd i'm looking at joe rogan's stuff now to see because like he started podcasting nine years ago right oh that's not that long, actually. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's right I around the like same I, time. I feel like I listen to like a dozen, I've listened to like a dozen podcasts that have had their 10 year anniversary. Oh, probably. Because those were probably like the the random weird one off stuff. You know what I mean? Like Joe Rogan wasn't, a, when he started, he wasn't a nobody. He was still a comic. He was doing other things at the same time. You know, he's involved with MMA. Whereas yeah. like most of the other people, that you're probably are like either not known or known for like probably books or something. Mark Maron was a big comedian. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was like yeah. one of the first. Um, Adam Carolla. Yeah. Was really early. Um, who else? I mean, there's the there's like the. Uh, it's hard to say. NPR is a sort of sticking point because a lot of them were just radio shows, and they realized they could just put them for, on demand on podcasts. Yeah. I'm trying to look to see like who the most prolific person Joe Rogan's had like a while, you know, a ways, ways back. I mean, he had Edward Snowden. That was a couple years ago. He had Bernie Sanders on. Yeah, he did have Bernie Sanders on. But I'm I'm just trying to find like somebody that's prolific from like in eight nine years ago. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? See. Yeah. No. At that at that time, at that time it was Mark Maron. Mark Maron was the the was like the top of the pile in the podcast game like nobody could touch wtf with mark Marin. yeah um and now it's funny because like i don't think i don't think people would even know what that is anymore no not a chance i just vaguely remember it and i don't even think i ever really listened to it it was just like i would see the Mm -hmm. repost for it and things yeah I listened to a few episodes. I didn't really, I didn't particularly care for it. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's really hard to find like a popular one that started as not just public radio. Yeah. It was made by like a famous person. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Mark Marin and Adam Carolla. 
Well, you know why? Because unless you have a following, there was no good form of discoverability. Yeah. So true. we're seeing, we started seeing TikTok, or we started seeing podcasts and stuff really take off when we started seeing like Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, like things where people could post snippets and gain traction by people sharing stuff. Huh. I think that's kind of the link, you know what I mean? When when we had the ability to start sharing these things with our friends in a central place, I think that's when we start started to see. Because you think about like mine, like MySpace. MySpace was the catalyst for Dane Cook, his whole career taking off. Okay, like he was the MySpace comic. Like that's where he he started his, his stuff. And I mean, he hit one of one of the most like prolifically fast tracks and comedy i mean he went from like couple specials into like movie star mm-hmm. thing and then peter's petered off but like he didn't see you know you you saw like the big names that had been in for a while the eddie murphy's things like that 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 were in movies and stuff but you didn't see any like like he came up with mitch hedberg and like that you back at that time you know what i mean like we weren't you weren't seeing mitch hedberg or um burt kreshner in, in movies back then you know what I mean? And that's his same like comedian class, Joe Rogan, even right, too. Like, right. they, they all came up at the same time together there. So like to see somebody go from performing in small comedy clubs to like hit this viral, having his clips and stuff go viral on MySpace and take off. And then the next thing you know, within the next few years, he's in employee of the month. Good luck, Chuck. He's doing, you know, shows or movies with Jessica Elba, Jessica Simpson. Yep. Um, you know some a-list you, people did you hear what happened to him who dan cook uh maybe like why oh yeah with his like, brother yeah like what happened to his career like his yeah. brother and all yep. that mm-hmm. crazy man it was fucked up yep uh yeah i was actually i've been i've been watching he, he has a new special out oh really just came out uh the, that's, of, a, that's last exciting month. so he's been I, i've watched three podcasts he's done in the last like couple months um yeah he uh he's got a new special I, actually maybe maybe we can watch it together i don't know how that works because it's like you have to rent it on moment it's called moment so it's like okay you just you get like a 14 day rent 14 day rental that's weird of it well it is but like he's big enough he's big enough where he doesn't have to go somewhere to get an audience and now he gets all the money and like it's all self-funded he kind of so. does need the money though <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As a yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He gets gets, gets more money this way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe maybe next time I come out there. Oh sure, yeah. We can rent it and watch it because I want to see it, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I'll uh, say it to you now. Um. I know when you off. You do okay. Are we already planning on it? I can't. I already have. I've already had. That's the 28th, right? Yep. Yeah. I got. I've had. I've. I had plans and had. I can't. Had to say no to three other on the same day. You little shit. <laughs> Guy, I, I couldn't go to you. I couldn't go to my sister's uh, Halloween party and something else because I've already I've had plans for months. All right, December 9th. Okay, either that or we take a we both take a Friday off or something, or both take a day off. Um, I can I can probably do that. I'm actually not sure how much time off I have left. Yeah. Um, I do have to I do have to check. I took I took. I have Friday, Saturday off this week. Um, oh, yeah? You guys going out somewhere? Or you just wanted to have the weekend, longer weekend? No, yeah. We're headed up to uh, Lake Placid. Oh, you're telling me. You're, yes, I forgot you said that. Yeah. I'm, jelly. I'm jelly. Enjoy some smoke signals for me. Maybe I will. Yeah. Right. What are we doing here? Job. First job. What's your first memory of your first job? Mine was, I, I did summer rec program. Yeah. 
Um, for everybody that doesn't know what that is, it was basically older kids. So I started when I was 15. Um, we would go to the school and basically we had a couple chaperones, like parents, but we were in charge of entertaining children from the area. The parents would drop them off. It was like nine to two, I think. Um, and we would just like basically play games with them, watch kids, you know, play kickball, dodgeball, do arts and crafts with them, all, all different kinds of stuff. Just hang out. That was my, my first, uh, first gig. It was quite fun. Uh, I just have some very fond memories of, you know, Ross McManus, Frank Tallarico, you know, yeah. Playing Pokemon Stadium on a like sixty-five inch rollout CRT TV in the auditor like on the stage in the cafeteria. Ew. Yeah, we had lots of fun in there. It's good. Yeah. It was a good time. That would be my first uh memory. I don't really, of- know. I don't really know what to consider my first job because I did I worked like with my father. Um he like supervised a warehouse. And I would like, I got my working papers and I would ride out with him and work there. So that was technically my first job. Like the first job that I got on my own was Hannaford. So I never really yeah. know what to consider my first. I mean, where, did you get paid at the other one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's job. You know, I, I got my working papers. He never paid me under the table. It was all above board. Like it was, yeah, then that's it your was first really job, good though. as opposed to like, you know, the, the kids who like get a job, but they, they like pay them under the table so that people pay them under the table so they could just take advantage of them even more than their normal employees yeah um but yeah that's definitely yeah so okay (laughs) my first (laughs) my first memory is like not even the job and i know it seems so weird to me in retrospect that i'm not even sure if it's real but like i remember having to have like my doctor my pediatrician sign off that i was mature enough to work and what What? that entailed was basically checking if i had started puberty what the hell like seeing yeah i know if you're like 14 and you need to get a job like you have to have your doctor maybe this is sports either way this was like a this is like a situation that like I had to do when I was either 13 or 14. Well, you couldn't have started working until you're 15. 14. 14 was it? Yeah, I started working when I was 14. Huh. There's it's very strict um when you're 14, so 15 is pr- like the practical time that you can start. But if you're working with a parent, um then it's kind of a little more lenient. Hmm, weird. I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember going to get in my working papers and stuff, but it was also different cuz like I had to go to the working paper, get my working papers, and then literally turn around and hand them to the person that was in charge of summer rec that was at the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, because I mean, it was a county program. So sure, yeah, yeah. No, mine was. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if this was uh, the requirement to start doing like JV sports before you get into high school, or if it was the requirement to start a job when you're 14. But yeah, it was weird. it was a weird experience, um, and then. My first memories on the actual job was obviously just getting up at 4 a.m. to drive to Syracuse with my father. It was not nice. No, I can imagine. (laughs) I I remember one time we were driving and... um, he won he he would always get scratchers in the morning. He would get two of them, two dollar scratchers. Mm-hmm. And uh 
there was one time when he thought that he had won $10,000 or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. It was it was not a little, it was not a small amount. He did win a lot, but it was not $10,000. And he was like, he was like, I almost just stopped and went home. <laughs> <laughs> Call in for the day and be like, I'm not working today. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think that was like a regular joke that he would make is like, it's like, I'm going to hit the you know, million dollars and I'm just, we're just not going to go in anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, wow. good yeah, the, the job, the job itself was, it was good experience. I feel like warehouse work, something like that is very good experience. I feel like call center work is very good experience to <laughs> sort of see how bad jobs can be. Yeah. The warehouse was like fine. It was just so tedious. You get so dirty from yeah. doing it feels like nothing, but and you're just covered in soot. You're just covered in dirt. It's, it's, um, I have this like weird thing about washing my hands. Like it's not compulsive. Like I won't wash them all the time, but if they are noticeably dirty, I, I like have to wash them. If I can feel any amount of dirt on my fingers, I like have to wash them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not a bad thing to have. <laughs> no, no. It's, and it's not it's not OCD. Like I'm not washing them three times in a row. I'm not washing them every time I enter the house or anything like that. It's not a compulsion. It's just you just don't uh, like being dirty. It just it just sucks having dirty hands. Well, I would wash my what? hands like four or five times a day when I work that job. I was just collating papers, just putting papers in order. Yeah, I think this is <laughs> a a perfect segue into my loose end, okay. which is a dra- which is also a draft, like you stated before. My draft is for worst things, just things that suck. Man, this is this is going to be tough for me. I mean, you just said one of them. I know. All right. All right. First pick in the 2022 worst things draft. I, I, I'm going to I got to go with dirty hands. Dirty hands. Like, noticeably dirty hands. Yeah, hey, that's a solid pick. Solid pick. Um, no, for me taking my first pick, it's gotta be something monumentous. It's gotta be something that people, almost everybody hates and that's wet socks. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I mean, there's just nothing good about wet socks at all. Yep. I feel you. Oh boy. He said, um, man, putting me on the spot. <laughs> I'm going to go with how to put this software issues, <laughs> glitches. <laughs> I don't know. It's like. It's funny because everybody, every like podcast that I listen to, they talk about how they hit record and they have some sort of software issue or something like that. But for me, it's just it's just persistent with Discord. <laughs> why? Why Discord is the only program that doesn't like my audio output and I have to choose a different audio output for it? There's no explanation for it. I fixed it two hours ago and it showed back up before we started recording. So. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just hates voice meter. That's all it is. Just no, I know that, but I fixed it. It was, <laughs> it was working. I did like all my due diligence. I made it, it for work like and half an hour, failed. and it still <laughs> fucked up because Discord can't just do what it's supposed to do. Oh, <sighs> yeah. see, this is good. I knew you get some riled up ones. I knew you okay. think of some good ones. So yeah. for me, I'm gonna go with itchy foot while driving. Are yours just all going to be foot stuff? Is your next one going to be ingrown toenails? No, but 
but like <laughs> you know that's yeah you know how much of an inconvenience is when you're when you're driving you got that itch on the top of your foot and you're like jamming your fucking heel of your other shoe in there but like you can't really get good traction to get I that get itch. This. oh I don't think man I get this. it's the worst <laughs> Every, anybody that's listening please let us know if you know what i'm speaking about because it's terrible okay hmm all right, my third one is trying to use a cell phone without hands. What? So if, you, if you're in a place that you can't have it on speakerphone and you need your hands for something, like trying to shoulder your cell phone up to your ear, like the thin cell phones like you used to do with a handset landline, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it is annoying. Like your head's got to like literally be tilted all the way to the side. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I hate yeah. that. And then you pick it up, and it's just, it's just like, it, 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 the phones are hot, so it makes your face sweaty. Oh yeah, it is. Like, and then it gets harder to hold it there because your face yep. is sweaty. So yep. you gotta like push down with the pressure, which just makes your face sweat more. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, it's, a, is, it's very slippery I'm feeling, slope. I'm feeling this pick more and more as we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have another for my my third pick. I might have one that's controversial. I don't know if you're gonna ever have experienced this either, but I know a ton of people have, and okay. that is having to take a poop right after your shower. Yeah, man, that's, that's the worst. I mean, like mm-hmm. that's just my day is chalked if I have to do that. Like, just put me back in bed. That's the absolute worst. You made me think of another one that's a follow up to this that I will be taking next. All right. Uh, anything else you want to elaborate on that before I move on? No, I think they it's probably pretty go hand clear. in hand. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's having to use the bathroom before you leave the house. You know, you pick up your you put on your shoes, you pick up your keys, you open the door, and you're like, ah, here we go. You're running late. You get out to the car, you start the car, you're like, ah, this is not I'm not gonna last. <laughs> this isn't gonna end well if I don't go back inside. Yep. 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 That's it. Oh, that's another good one. That's very good. Oh, for my fourth one, I am going to go with another one that kind of runs into runs into yours as well. And that's getting like the bubble guts when you're nowhere near a mm. restroom. Like, yeah, like you'd be like out on a boat and you'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it just takes like every ounce of focus and power in your soul. To squeeze your asshole closed. <laughs> You're just like, uh, uh. I don't know if you've ever been there, but like I've I've had man, some I've had some close calls. Man, I work in I work out in public, all right? I have to I have to use public bathrooms. Like yep. yes, there have absolutely been times when I have had to when I have been in the middle of one of my loops and I've had to power walk back to my truck and speed <laughs> all the way down the road to Tim Hortons. <laughs> I'm just picturing you you just power walking and just shit coming out of your leg. Like your pant leg as you're just power walking back to your truck. And that's just because I literally just seen a TikTok that somebody posted <laughs> and it was like they lived in an apartment complex and there was oh they were coming back home and and they, they made this and somebody had a line of shit going from their car oh, all the no. way up the sidewalk everywhere no. all the way into their house <laughs> just they didn't <sighs> they got out the car and it decided it was time 
That's bad. That's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just having to go to the bathroom when you can't get to the bathroom is, is yep. real bad. Um, that Buffalo Bills game that we went to when I was in college. Oh, yeah. I had to piss so bad. Mm-hmm. And it was a, if any Buffalo Bills fans are listening, it was the power outage game. Yep. It's the Chargers. And so, like, it sucked to use the bathroom because there were no windows. No lights. So it was no windows, dark. No lights. Everybody's just pissing on the floor, in the sink, anywhere they can. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm like, I'll wait until I get back to my dorm. I didn't live that far away because I went to school in Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills stadiums and Orchard Parks, like half hour. Like I could do this. Nope. NFL traffic prevented me. I had to pull over. I like parked my car in a car dealership parking lot so that nobody would sort of notice that I was just parked there. And I had to piss in a bottle out the side of my car. Oh, <laughs> We hate that. Hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely happened to me. I had to go. I was uh with my parents. This was I was maybe like I don't know, fourteen, fifteen, and we had gone somewhere up north, and we're on the throughway. Yeah. And dude, I had to go. I, I just all of a sudden my stomach just hit, and I was. It was like you have this has to come out of you now. Mm. Like it hit the ejection button. Mm. And my dad was like, uh, the next rest stop is like 25 miles. Mm. Dude, I was crying in the backseat. Yeah. It was so bad. Yep, like I yep, was yep. like literally taking every ounce of my being to stop this fucking demon from leaving my asshole. Yep. And I remember we get to this gas station and I, I don't know how I didn't leak sprinting to the bathroom. And I'm just thinking to myself, I swear to God, if there's somebody in this bathroom, I'm shitting on the floor. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would, you would have seen me on a viral video, just like the man that pooped in the mop bucket in New York City. Like, yeah, I just, I wouldn't have been able to hold it in at all. Like, there was no chance. I had one shot to make it there. And if I didn't get there, it was one opportunity. Yep. To squeeze I, I, everything you I ever was, wanted. I was your really butt. hoping I didn't let it slip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you have for dinner the night before? Uh, I have no idea. Mom's spaghetti? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> How dare you miss that? Oh, I know um, exactly what you're saying. Uh, on the surface, he looks calm and ready. Um, okay, 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 okay. Let's bring this back from Scat Talk. Um, oh man, I had one. I gotta remember it. Give me a second. Shit. Oh, got it. Bad haircut. When you get a bad haircut? Yep, yep. Uh. It's like the worst it's like the worst thing. Um my last haircut that I got, it wasn't bad. It was just not right. Like I'm trying to grow out my hair, right? So like I ask for what I want, like, you know, just just a trim, just to make everything neat. My hair, like left side and right side don't grow the same amount. So I'm like, just make everything neat and even. And like get it out of my ears, and she like she like buzzed me up. Not like completely, but I fucking looked like a I looked like a goddamn Franciscan friar with the amount of <laughs> hair that she left on top and the amount of hair that she took off the sides. Oh man! Like it was just not good. I haven't gotten my hair cut since. It's been like six months. I've, it's been this long to like for the sides to like grow out to the length that they were before. Oh man, that so, sucks. Bad haircut. And then it's it's even worse for women. Um, yeah. Nicole's brother's now fiance 
um, she like went to a place and they like they like fucked up her bangs and like bangs are not an easy thing to pull off in the first place and she was pulling it off and then she got it cut and it was no longer what she wanted and she came she she, like comes with um him every night when they when um my wife and he record youtube Mm -hmm. and she was just like distraught and i was like yeah man fucking Bad haircut, bad haircut sucks. <laughs> yeah. Bad haircut yeah. sucks. You know what? That you know what? That's it's so true. And I think that's why I'm so particular. Mm-hmm. With, like I I've only had five people cut my hair in my life. Yeah. And it's because when I find somebody that does it right and I'm comfortable with, I'm going with them until I can't anymore. So like that's why I so it's tough for me. So the place that I go, walk in only. Oh. And I can only I can only go on Saturdays because they're closed Sundays and the rest of the time they're closed before I'm done with work. I mean, they'd be open oh. for half an hour, but I'm not going to be that. That's rough. That asshole that gets there 10 minutes before closing. Like, I just I just refuse to do that because I've you know been in the service yep. industry long enough that whatever. So, like, sometimes I'll end up going like a month or two longer than I want to like, get a haircut. Cause, like, <sighs> I can only go on a Saturday. And luckily, like, I have my barber's number now and like he'll just. I can text him the night before and he'll put me in like the book like I was already there. So I, I ended up being like like the last I just went and got one last week and oh, yeah. I text him and he's like, I can get you in at eight because he already had two people ahead of me that had done the same thing. Text him so I'm coming in. Wow. So like, yeah, because like if you don't if I don't do that or don't get there right at the time, like one time I tried to go without tolling him and they open at seven o'clock and I got there at like nine and I would have had to wait till one thirty. Yeah, yeah. To, just to go to specifically to him, like mind you, there's like ten or twelve other people in there. Like you go to a, when I go to a barber, I go to a barber. He knows what I like. I don't have to say anything. He knows yep. exactly what I want every time. And this is I go there because they straight razor, and a lot of the other places don't. Yeah. And like I after I've once you start getting a nice straight razor shave, it's hard to stop. Like mm-hmm. they just feels so nice. So like they're one of the only places around here that does it, and he does it well. So it's yep. like I'm willing yeah, man. to. I get what you're saying. The bad haircut that I got was because I was going to someone new. Yep. Like I, I switched to a different barber because I didn't like the way that my old barber was doing it. And I went to this new guy. And when I started growing out my hair, I got the impression that he didn't really know. So like one day I had to get like an emergency haircut or whatever like it had been like two weeks or something i just needed it neatened up because i was it was sky's wedding yeah i was gonna be in a lot of pictures so i got it neatened up and it looked really good so then i faced the manliest problem of all um do i go to the new barber that i liked the way that she cut my hair and risk running into the old barber um and i did and uh it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't ideal wasn't the same or you ran into him no 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 he he did, he wasn't there. Thankfully, I don't even know if he would uh, remember me. I only went to him like four times. Yeah, but I I liked the way that she cut my hair that first time. And I expected her to do the same thing, and she didn't. So yeah. I'm gonna give her another chance. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Bad haircuts are no good. It it reminds me of that uh, Atlanta episode. Is a fucked up experience with his barber. Yep. yep End of the yep. episode, he goes to a new barber. He's like, "Hey, man, what you want?" He's like, "Ah, what? Yeah, yeah I, I don't, what? I don't know. I, I generally just uh, sit down and he does it. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah. you just have to go the usual. Yep. But nah, 
Ooh. All right, what's your last pick? Oh, this is tough. So I'm going to have my last pick, and then I'm going to have some runner-ups that, like, I'm okay. going to have to go with stubbing your toe, because it just okay. sucks. Okay, sure. I feel like you. I don't, I don't do it as often anymore. I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm much more cautious <laughs> than I used to. I used to stub it all the time, because I was just too stupid to pay attention. But <laughs> now I do it way less often. But my, uh, let's see. Okay, so I also have uh, running out of toilet paper. Okay, sure. You know, you know, you're mid, mid, mid cycle, and you realize, uh oh, uh oh. That's bad planning, though. Yeah, yeah, it is bad planning, which is why I didn't make my top five. Yep. Um, spam calls, like uh, spam, spam in general, spam calls, spam texts, spam emails, all spam sucks. Yeah, um, I get, I get that. I don't really care all that much. I get a lot of them. I know. I'm so numb to it. And, it. and it sucks. I haven't been getting as much lately. I still do. I mean, luckily, I, you know, uh, they've gotten pretty good at like handling them. Yeah, phones. most most of my spam comes in text format. Um, I like, probably I'll get, get a, four a day. I'll get calls. a text message from an email address. <laughs> yep. That's like, hey, do you want to lose 50 pounds in four hours? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be tiny. Um. But yeah, it's an easy solution. You would think that it would be an easy solution, right? Give me the give me the option to block text messages from email addresses. I have never gotten a legitimate one. Not a single time. No, you don't. Because it's more expensive to send an email send send out stuff that way. Because that means they're using like an email provider and email providers to send like oh stuff is, I mean, is way more expensive. Yeah, they're just using duplicators. Yeah um okay so yep spam calls uh cold food that's cold in the middle so like and you got something that's you warmed up or sure. something or it comes out to you and you bite into it and it's like mm -hmm. you know it looks really good on the outside and you get to the middle and it's just still like cold and it just like I, ruins the experience i started doing this recently i probably learned it from tiktok using the power level on your microwave is fucking key yeah. Like stuff doesn't heat up quite as fast, but you put pasta in at the five power level and leave it in for five minutes and it is going to be perfect. Mm. Like not, not hot on the outside, cold on the inside, just heat it all the way through because it's less intense. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, stale cereal. Also kind of comes with poor planning, but it still sucks. You know, you got to yeah. got to get that last bowl of cereal and like didn't close the bag tight or like somebody else had opened it. It doesn't really happen any much now cuz I'm in control of all my own stuff, but yeah. Growing up with like my parents or, you know, friends or girlfriends like you know grab grab a bowl of cereal in the morning and then bag gets pushed down or something and not actually fully closed and then I'm like, "Man, I want a bowl of cereal." And you go to grab it and it's just like Pour the milk on it. You take the first bite, and it's just stale. Ugh. Um, spoiled milk also sucks. I don't mean like noticeably spoiled. I mean like when it's just like one day past bad, and you're like, "Man, I'm gonna have a glass of milk," and you open it, and you're like, "Oh, never mind." Just on the borderline, you smell it, and you're like, "Is you're like, it mm -hmm. though?" You're like, mm. "Yeah, I don't know." I have uh, one runner-up, uh -huh. and that is my poor. 3ds and i dropped this into discord because i recently found my 3ds and i was like ah shit yeah 3ds is awesome i'm gonna actually play this and then rip in peace 3ds um, i am waiting to see it yeah why hey 
Oh, God. Okay, I went about it the wrong way. I just, I just had to take a picture of it. Oh, what so I'm doing it on my phone. Do? I was just taking a picture of it. There we go. Oh, oh, I tried to it? share it. No, no, it's been in its case oh. all these years. It's been in a case, in a box. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how this happened. Yeah, I mean, it looks but like yeah. it had have impacted somewhere or something. I don't know. Yeah, but usually with like LCD leakage, you can tell where it started, but I can't tell where this started. It started it's probably just start, it would have started probably in that top corner. Yeah, so I don't know. What? Didn't take any didn't take any uh, ma- major drops. It was working when I put it in the case. It's been in the case in a box. Yeah. For years. So, well, I mean, you could probably replace it for relatively cheap. I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody doing this anymore. Oh, no, I mean, you could do it. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I did look that up. Uh, it's a I pain because of the hinge. No, it's a pain because of ev- fucking everything. I looked it up on iFixit, and, like, the 3DS has, like, their literal worst score for repairability. Oh, oh yeah, all, like, of, all Nintendo handhelds suck. This this particular operation, iFixit rated it at four hours. It would take four hours to do it. Mm, and I could do them like two and a half. Like they're better. The Too much. I, I mean, I would say probably like two and a half hours when I was at Screensavers to do one. Yeah, when you're doing them every day and you're in practice and oh, you yeah. have the time yeah. to do that, I'm not going to put two hour, two and a half hours into fixing something my you're gonna play Something you're going to play like once and For then get nostalgia. Sick yeah. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's my that's uh, my runner up. My poor 3ds. That is that is pretty pretty bad. That does suck. My last one is a uh, warm beer. Like you eh. just get somebody and somebody gives you a warm beer. Like beer. I just I've never had a beer I enjoyed that when it wasn't cold. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, I would like to try like the whatever you want to call them better European beers that are supposed to be served. Um by american standards as quote-unquote warm but um they're not really they're served at cellar temperature which is the same temperature that red wine is supposed to be served at it's not room temperature it's like slightly under room temperature but you know what it is you know why you don't like that because it's easier to hide bad flavors in cold you know yeah that's true probably cold tastes better because there's more like scientifically there's more oxygen dissolved in the liquid at that point so and your taste buds are sensitive to oxygen so it just tastes better to you when it's warmer and it's more refreshing and it's more refreshing but when it's warmer you don't have that oxygen to sort of buffer the taste you're getting all the taste of it which is why europeans say that beer is better served warm because when it's served warm and it tastes good you know that it's a superior product yeah yeah, well, the beers I have have not been superior, I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> Unlikely. Yep. Well, that is it for this segment of Loose End. You're a loose end. Um, yeah, well, maybe I am. What are you going to do about it? Hear that? Hear that, everybody? He admitted it. Yep, my end is loose. No rebuttals. Roll the <laughs> outro. Thank you and congratulations for making it to the end of this episode of Quirt on the Street. We have been your hosts, Vince and Josh. You can find us on our socials. You can find us on Twitter at Quirt on the Street, Q-U-O-R-D on the S-T. 
If you're listening to us on YouTube uh, slash Cord on the Street, go ahead, like, subscribe, and comment. And wherever you're listening to us, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you can leave a review, please leave us a review. If you tell us what we can do worse, I promise I will read it on the podcast unless it's just too mean. If you have any need to contact us in a longer format, you can email us at cordonthestreet at gmail.com or you can visit us on our website, cordonthestreet.xyz. Feel free to leave us a voice message on there. If you want to reach out to us individually, you can get a hold of us at our personal Twitters. Mine is at I'm Scuzzy, I-M-S-K-U-Z-Z-E-Y. And I am at V underscore C, spell out the underscore. Uh, we would finally like to acknowledge the people that made this podcast happen. Uh, Josh Wardle, who is the original creator of Wordle. And Freddie Meyer, the creator of Quartle, who you can find on Twitter at Quartle. And with that, we will just ask you, as always, to get, get the, the cord out. out.